Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. We're in the middle of our message series uh, called Anchored, and what we've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks is really try to get a sense of how we can anchor our faith, right? The, the whole idea of trying to anchor our faith, uh, and not that, you, not that you guys need it, but uh, I wanted to bring a little bit of visual. This is an anchor. So uh, for those of you uh, uh, watching at home, this is an anchor. And the whole thing for an anchor, maybe you've seen a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Um, the whole thing for an anchor is as a ship, I'm really, I'm really going to hold your hand through this, so get ready, okay? When a ship wants to stay in one place, a ship, a boat, they drop anchor, right? And it's shaped like this, or it used to be. I don't know how anchors are, modern anchors are. Do they even use modern anchors? It's probably all the cloud. Um, so what they do, used to do with anchors is it would drop and it would drag along the sea bottom until it caught on something. And then that's where that ship would stay. Now, the ship wouldn't stay in one place, right? I'm just really trying to paint the visual so we can connect it to our faith here in a moment. Because there's this long chain that goes from this part of the anchor all the way up to the ship. And it's not a straight line. It doesn't, the ship doesn't not move. It moves. It drifts. It kind of floats around. But it's constantly anchored to where this grabbed on. And that's what, um, that's what I want for, uh, and that is a prop, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and that's what I want for us, for you, for me, when it comes to our faith. Because in my opinion, it is not helpful to say your faith should always be stable. Right? If you ever have problems, you should always, you know, you're, you're always going to rely on God no matter what. You're always going to trust God. And, and I'm not saying it's impossible to always trust God. I'm just saying it's impossible for me. I don't know where you are with your life and your faith, but I have good days and I have bad days. I have days where I'm probably the most faithful person that has ever lived. And for the rest of my life, except for that one day, I am not the most faithful person that has ever lived. Some days it's easy for me to have faith. Some days it's difficult. The last couple of weeks we talked about how some of the ways we can anchor our faith is to practice hope, right? To practice gratitude. And I have days where I am super grateful for everything that's in my life, for the friends that I have, for the things that I have, for what God has done, for what God is going to do. And there's days where I'm at the lowest of my low and I can't see anything that God has done in my life ever. And so what I want for us to do, the, this whole idea behind Anchored is we're going to have these days, these weeks, these months, these years where we kind of, we're floating away. Where the wind's taking us this way. Life is taking us this way. Struggles are taking us these different ways. But, but if we can practice these things that keep us anchored, then even if we float away, even if we deal with all of these problems and struggles and where the wind might take us, we can remember because we practice we can remember that we are anchored in the faith that we choose to have. We are empowered in that faith. So today, what I want to talk about, one of the ways that we can anchor ourselves into the faith that we want to have, the faith that we want to even grow more into, is to look a little bit at worry and stress and anxiety. So I, I, I do want a show of hands here, okay? 
Has anybody ever been worried about something in their life? Just a quick show of hands. Okay. Anybody ever been stressed about something in their life? Okay. Anybody ever had a little bit of anxiety about something coming up in their life or something? Okay. So this message might be helpful for you. I, I shared this a couple of weeks ago, uh, but I am uh, very much an overthinker, okay? But what I do, my specialty, okay, my superpower in overthinking is I am quick to act. I can make a decision very, very quickly, right, and feel confident in that decision. No one's ever more confident than Dom is when he makes a quick decision about something that needs to be said or done. But what I will do then is stress and be anxious and worry about that decision that I've already made probably for the rest of my life. I overthink it. I probably, I, I could have said that differently. Uh, I could have done that differently. Um, if I would have made a better decision there, we probably could do this, this, and this. And I start to worry about these things. I start to stress about these things that have already happened, decisions that have been made and how that's going to affect me now. Maybe you're like that. Maybe you're the kind of person that worries and, and, and overthinks and stresses and, and becomes anxious for decisions before they're made. Maybe you're the kind of person that delays a decision because you're constantly worrying about the effects that decision would have. And see, that's kind of really the nature of worry and stress and anxiety is having this, this look ahead or this look behind and wishing you could do something about it, wishing you could change something about it, wishing you could fix something about what has happened or what is to come. And what I, what I want to talk about today is how these things show up in us today, in our lives, in our situations, your jobs, your relationships, your marriages, your parenting, how those things, stress, worry, and anxiety. And, and I, would love, I would love for this message to be at the, at the end of this, I'm going to show you the secret. I'm going to teach you the secret of what it's like to not worry anymore. Can you imagine how many books I would sell? If the, if the trick, if I had the trick, and the trick, here's how you not, here's how you're not going to worry anymore. And the fact is, that's not where this message is going. In fact, this message at the end, this is a little bit of spoiler, spoiler alert. I want you to be aware of, of when you worry. I want you to be more aware of when you start to worry, because I think that is the key towards our growth. When we become aware of what we're worrying about, become aware of what we're stressed about, become aware of what we're anxious about, that, in my opinion, is the key to anchoring our faith even more. You might say, well, I'm already very aware of when I'm stressed and anxious and worried. I don't want to be more aware. I'm already amped up. I'm already hype. I'm already jittery. I'm already uh, short and angry with the people that are around me when I'm worried and stressed and anxious, but try to follow me on this and see, see if this is something that can be helpful for you, where it shows up in your life. A few weeks ago, I, I also talked about how one of the things I do when I overthink is I have people to talk to. I have people around me that I can talk things out with. Well, I want to look at something, a couple of verses today. One is going to be from 1 Peter, and the other one's going to be from the book of Psalms. And I want you to see, and I know you're not a biblical scholar, I also am not, but I want you to see if you can see any similarities, any connections between these two particular parts of the Bible. So I want to look at 1 Peter, 
First Peter uh, is written by, can you guess? Maybe you are biblical scholars. First Peter 5, 7. Now, this is a letter written by a man named Peter. Peter famously is one of the uh, disciples that followed Jesus. Did a lot of amazing things, was a part of a lot of miracles and teachings that Jesus had. One of Jesus' best friends, follow him around the whole time he had his ministry, was there at the end when Jesus died. And Peter continued to teach the ways of Jesus, continued to teach the things that Jesus taught. And so this right here, it's one of the letters that he wrote to a group of believers. And I want you to pay attention to hear at the end what Peter says to this group of leaders. Because he's kind of, at this part we're going to read, he's kind of wrapping up the letter, okay? Giving them some advice, some, some wisdom. And watch what he says here. We're just going to read uh, chapter 5, verse 7. Or I'll read verse 6 and we'll jump into verse 7. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. Watch this. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. All right, now I want to look at Psalm 55, verse 22. Okay, now Psalms, they're a different kind of book. These are, you know, we refer to these as different books of the Bible. But really, some are letters and some are poems and some are accounts of history. This particular one is more of like a, a psalm is like a song, okay? Like a, a poem that, uh, uh, that we're going to read or a song that's meant to be sung. Now, watch this. This is verse, I'm uh, oh, sorry, book 55, Psalm 55, verse 22. See if you see any similarities here. Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Now, here's what's fascinating to me, and it doesn't need to be fascinating to you, but I, I, I want to I tell you how, why it's fascinating to me. It's because Psalm 55:22 was written roughly 1,000 years before 1 Peter was written. Now, you could probably make the argument that Peter was referencing Psalm 55, 22, right? He doesn't say it in his letter. But you might, it might be a good guess that as Peter is trying to encourage people in the ways of God, trying to encourage people, it, 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 it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that he's referencing a very famous psalm, and that psalm says, give your burdens, your worries, your anxiety, give those to God because he wants to take care of you. And then Peter says, give your worries and cares to God because he cares for you. Here's why that's interesting to me, fascinating truly to me, is over a thousand years, human beings, humanity have been dealing with worries and burdens and stress and anxiety. And then 1 Peter was written about 2,000 years before today. So 2,000 years ago, they were still dealing with the same thing. And I'm here talking to you about it today, and we're still dealing with that same kind of thing. I just think that is powerful that over, over the course of the history of humanity, there has been these things, no matter where we're from, no matter what part of the world we live in, no matter what language we speak, no matter what culture we're in, 
There's this thing that connects God's people, this thing that connects humanity, and we're able to be in it together, to sit in it together. I love, I love when we can find things like that in, in the Bible where it's not like, well, this is kind of what it means. And, you know, they used a lot of olive oil back then or, you know, whatever the example is. Uh, but I, I really love when we get to see things, it's like, oh, oh, that is exactly what I'm dealing with today. Right? That is exactly the things that I want to talk to God about. Maybe we don't have stress over our farm. Some of us do. You know, there's some stories, some parables that Jesus tells or uh, other authors of the Bible tell, and we're like, well, I, I kind of get what that means, or, or, or I, I get the metaphor, but I just, love, I just love when we find something that just easily connects us to the history of humanity. I love that connection that we get to have with that. So what does that mean? What does that mean, give your cares and worries to God? If it were that, if it were that easy, can you imagine? If it were that easy to just say, oh, I'm worried about this, no problem. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, give it to God. Watch this. I'm just going to walk it over to the throne of God, and I'm going to put it down in front and give God the salute, and then I'm back off to my life. If only, if only life and worry and anxiety and stress were that easy to get rid of. But I don't know if the goal is to get rid of it. I don't know if the end goal of stress is to be rid of it. Because I, I don't know about you, but a lot of, I, I accomplish a lot of things when I'm under stress. Now, I don't like to be distressed about something. But I can accomplish some pretty amazing things when I'm under a right amount of stress. Worrying, worrying is not the best thing to do. But worrying kind of activates us, right? Gets us thinking. Now, I'm not saying that you should worry or you should be stressed or, 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 or that you should be anxious about things. But I've lived long enough, and my life's not over. And everyone here, no matter how old you are, you've lived long enough to know that however much you try to fight against it, worry about something is going to show up. It just is. So instead of us trying, striving to say, we know we, instead of us trying to say, we know we have the right amount of faith when we're not worried anymore, impossible impossible. But what if we said, when I worry, when I'm stressed, when I'm anxious, I will let that remind me that God cares about me, that God cares. When I'm worried, when I'm stressed, when I have something big going on and I'm overwhelmed, I will let that remind me, not that I'm messing up because I'm worried, not that my faith is in, is, is in bad shape because I'm anxious about something. No, no, no. What if you said, when I worry, when I'm stressed, I'm going to let that remind me that God cares for me. Here's, to me, here's why it matters that God cares. Because maybe, maybe you can wrap your, even if you're not a Christian, yeah, even if you don't believe this whole thing and you're just kind of trying to figure it out, no matter where you are, you can probably, at least for the sake of an argument, wrap your head around the fact that God cares for you, right? And even if you can't get there, maybe you can wrap your head around the fact that, that God cares for humanity. God cares for people. But as I, was, as I was thinking about this this week, looking at this particular verse, 
I thought, how interesting that our cares and worries are connected to that God cares for us. Why is that a part of that? Why would it matter that God cares? Why is that a part of that same sentence? Because there's a lot of things that we're encouraged to do throughout the Bible in ways of growing our faith or practicing hope. You know, we, read a, we read a verse uh, for what, practicing hope a couple weeks ago when we started this series. And when it talked about hope, it didn't connect it to because God cares about you. So I just, I find it interesting that in this particular thought process, when it comes to our, our, our worries, our cares, our burdens, our stress, why does it matter that God cares for us? Here, here, here's why, it's my opinion. It matters that God cares. It matters that God cares for us because it means we aren't judged for our worries. When I, I, I want you to think, what about what, what are the most stressful things you had to deal with this year? Or one of the most worrisome things that has been on your mind over the past couple of years, past couple of weeks. One of the things that you have been anxious about in your life. And I want you to think about the kind of person, who do you choose to share that worry with? Who do you choose to share that burden with? Who do you choose to share that stress with? Is it a complete stranger? Are you, are, are you checking out at HEB with your groceries and somebody says how you're doing and you're like, oh, I am glad you asked because I am going through it. Let me tell you what's going on. Is that the person you share those things with? Maybe, maybe you do. Most of us don't. Most of the time we don't anyway. If you think about the kind of person in your life that you share those things with, it's the people who know you right? The people who really see you. Because when you're able to share those things with the people in your life that know you and see you, you are less worried about the judgment that you're going to receive for what you're thinking about, for what you're worrying about. And, and I don't know if it's true. This is my opinion on why that's connected to that. It's my opinion that God caring about us is connected to us giving him our worries and our stress. Because I think it points to God really seeing us and knowing us. I don't know if this is, I know it's not like this for everybody's parents, but my, my parents who are watching online today, love y'all. They are the least judgmental people <laughs> to me. <laughs> All, whatever I've gone through in my life, no matter what it is, they're always on my side. Always on my side. To a fault. And I love it. <laughs> but you know what that's done? And, and like I said, I know this isn't the same relationship everybody has with their parents. That's okay. Just kind of hang with me here. Is You know what that's done for me? Now, where I'm at in my life is I have no reservation in telling them anything, in telling them anything. But there's some people in my, when I first meet somebody, even if I know them for a couple of months, even if I know them for a year, even if I know them for a couple years, I'm not just unleashing all of my weird, dark thoughts and things that I'm worried about. Can you imagine? Maybe some of you have heard them. <laughs> but there's some people in my life that I have no filter. I have no holding back. 
because I know that they care for me. You see that? To me, that's why it matters to hear, to know, for you to hear that God knows you, for you to hear that God cares for you. So when worry comes up, and it will, I'm not trying to speak negativity over your life. That's just life. When worry comes, and it will. When another stressful situation comes, and it will. When something comes up that you're feeling anxious about, and it will. We don't have to be afraid of those things. We don't have to be scared that it's coming. We don't even have to be scared in the middle of it because we can know, we can let those times remind us that God cares. And one of the brilliant, beautiful ways that God works in the world is he works through the people around us. So maybe you've never experienced a glimpse of God caring for you or loving you or knowing you or seeing you. If you can get around some of the people that you know, love, and trust, you can get a glimpse of what it's like to be known by God through those people. God works through us. God works through the people around us. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it. That's how we're going to anchor our faith even more. It's not being scared that the worry is coming. But letting that worry remind us that we are cared for, that we are known, and that we are seen. One of the easiest things to do, I don't know if you're like this, I definitely am. One of the easiest things to do is when I'm worried, when I'm stressed, when I'm anxious, I will isolate. I'll isolate from people. One of the easiest ways to know is if I'm anxious about something is if I'm rude and curt with you. (laughs) I'm probably anxious about something. I don't have time for your nonsense. Here, I I wrote this down for you if you want to remember this. You can't stop worrying. Maybe you can't stop worrying. But you can let worrying remind you that God cares. You can do that. That you have control over. I wonder if that's too. This is the last thing I want to share with you. I wonder if that's how it is for us too. Is when we can't control something. Maybe that's where some worry comes from, right? Some worry, some stress, some anxiety. I read something this year. I like to say I read an article. Does anybody remember what I mean when I say I read an article? It's It's TikTok. Whenever I say I read an article about something, it means I saw a short video on TikTok, okay? Just, you can use that in your life. People don't know. They don't care. So I was reading this article uh, in the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> that was very impactful for me. I, 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 like, to, I like to find little, 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 uh, little bits of wisdom, little bits of, uh, of things that can that, like, easily, easily put in my brain and kind of take with me. And, and it's very, very helpful for me, and I want to share it with you today. It's this right here. If you can do something about it, whatever you have going on in your life, think of the the, the situation you have going on in your life. If you can do something about it, then there's really no need to worry. Just do something about it. And on the other hand, if there's nothing you can do about it, if you can't do anything about it, then there's also no need to worry because there's nothing you can do. And I'm all about things that can empower our faith. Right? I don't want you to be a victim to your faith, a victim to your circumstance. Now, I know that not all of our lives are 
are happening at the same pace in the same way. And some of us have dealt with hardships and some of us have dealt with difficult situations. And I'm not here to say that this situation is more difficult than this or you had an easier life than this person. That's not, that's not the point. The point is we're going to have these things happen in our life, in our faith. They're they're going to affect our faith, affect our relationships. And we, I want us to be empowered. God has empowered us to own our faith. Not to wait for faith to happen to us. But to find that faith, to anchor into that faith. And when we anchor ourselves into our faith, now we don't have to be worried about the things that are going to happen to us in life. Now we're ready for life wherever it takes us. We don't have to be the kind of people that are like, ah, things are going really well. I wonder when the other shoe's going to drop. Right? Things are okay now, but they won't be okay forever. That's one perspective to have. Or that's maybe one attitude towards that perspective. But what if we could say, you know what, things are going pretty good right now, and they may not be forever, but even if they're not, I'm worried. Or I'm not worried. Even if they're not, I'm anchored. I'm going to be anchored in my faith because I'm going to practice hope. I'm going to look around me, and I'm going to practice gratitude. And when I start to worry, when I start to stress, when I start to be anxious, I'm going to practice letting that remind me that God cares. Here's why I say practice with all of those. I'm going to wrap up here, I promise. Here's why I say practice with all of those. Because if you practice hope and you practice gratitude and you practice letting worry remind you that God cares for you, if you're practicing those things, well, when you don't do it, you don't have to beat yourself up because you're just practicing. I don't want you to subscribe to the kind of faith that says, here's what you're supposed to do. Here's how you're supposed to do it. Here's what you're supposed to say. And if you don't do those things, you're missing it. I don't want you to subscribe to that kind of faith. I want us to subscribe to the kind of faith that makes room for the mistakes. That says when we have these problems, don't isolate from God. Don't go away from God. Don't go away from people. Go to the people, go to the God that cares for you, that wants to hear your problems. You have that friend? Do you have that friend, that person in your life that sees your brow furrowed and says, man, tell me what's going on. I want to know what's going on. I'm here for you. I care about what you care about. I care about what you have going on. Those kind of people in your life, it's easy to pour your heart out. What we have from 3,000 years ago, That's the perspective that David, who wrote Psalm 55, had of God. A thousand years later, Peter had the same perspective of God. And 2,000 years after that, we can choose to have the same perspective. Through thousands of years, people who have followed God have been able to see that God cares for us. If you could, I want you to close your eyes for a minute and bow your heads. I want to pray for us this morning. God, we're here today. We're grateful. We're grateful to be in a place where we can explore our faith, where we can ask questions of our faith. God, I pray that we would have the boldness and the courage
that as, we're, as we move forward into this week, the rest of this year, next year, and the rest of our life, that when worry comes, when stress comes, when anxiety comes, we wouldn't let it make us fall apart. But we would let it remind us that you care. God, I pray that you would open our eyes to the family and friends around us that we have that care for us as well. Help us to see the people around us that know us and see us and care for us so that our worries and our stress, our burdens will not be our own and we can be in it together as a community. We love you for that. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.